You are now jumping into the trenches with the Toulons, Thule and Ralph, where we pull back the curtain on what marriage and relationships are really about. So let's start the show. Hey everybody, it's Ralph. And Thule. And today we have Naisha and Samantha. They're a married couple. Hey guys. Hey. How are we doing? We're pretty good. Can't complain. Good. So how long have y'all been married? We've been married for about four years. Yeah, four years. Yep. And um, I'm not sure if you know this or not, but you are now officially no longer newlyweds. (laughs) (laughs) You know, people, you know, I forgot. I used to get upset. Oh, you're still in the new phase. I'm like, okay. Gosh. Like, like how long how long will it take? Right. How long does new last? <laughs> so I think they say when you get to like year four, you're no longer like a newlywed anymore. Really? So we just yeah. We just, like, you, you just did it. <laughs> uh, especially, you know, when you know in the African American community, how, how long do marriages last? I don't know. <laughs> Ooh. I think I think y'all are like midway through almost the finishing. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> At today's rate, absolutely. Yeah. Well, today's rate, they they've exceeded. Right. <laughs> They're two years over the threshold. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy. Actually, y'all are our first same-sex couple. Yay! Yes. So, why don't you take us on a journey of like how y'all met and got into a relationship, and then we got to the engagement, how we got to today. All right. Well, is this should this be raw? Like how should <laughs> Yeah. Hey look, yes. it's whatever you want. Yes. We're in the trenches. We're in yeah. the trenches. Exactly. There's no filter in the trenches. You start. Me start. I'm not gonna be accurate. I'll just be accurate. <laughs> okay, fine. If you believe that, fine. All right, well, um, so we we've been married for four years, but together for eight uh years in total. We met uh pretty much ten years ago. Wow. Um yeah, we met pretty much at a, at a summer job. Samantha was actually my supervisor. And just in 10 years ago, we, you know, she was just supervising me. That's fine. You know, that one year went by and that's, you know, that's it. Then a following year, you know, she connected me. She, she someone connected us and said, what did we, how, dang, I'm making this up. Pause. Pause. She missed a whole lot of <laughs> <laughs> So we worked at a camp together. Um, I supervised her. Uh-huh. Um, and during that program, I actually introduced her. She wanted to be with someone. So I formulated that relationship yeah. uh, with oh, her. Wow. So she was with like one of my friends. And that didn't work Our well. friends. Our friends. Sorry. I apologize. You know what? <laughs> this is hilarious because I said we we're being raw, right? But I kind of left that yes. small you're right you're absolutely right go ahead sorry babe go ahead um and then one day like the friend was um they said that Naisha liked me so I called Naisha up and I'm like I heard that you like me and Naisha was like no I don't like you wait hold on my voice doesn't sound like that oh my god (laughs) (laughs) so I was like fine and then you know we I don't think we talked until it was like about a couple of months. Six, yeah, a couple of months after that. Yeah. And um I had like a work event and I was just inviting people to come and she just happened to be available. And I was like, come and you know, a bunch of my friends came and she came. And then I invited her to um my cousins. I'm gonna party. interrupt you oh, sorry, because this night this is the night that sparked <laughs> uh the next invite, I believe. Uh, I did not like Samantha. I honestly wasn't interested in her. Um, but I thought also oh, she was a great person, great leader. Um, so that's why I went to the event. And that night, um, for some, like, I honestly felt something, and I just started massaging her I back. I did not feel anything. <laughs> <laughs> it was so crazy because like I I just started massaging her back, like you know, just I just felt that. And um, and then she was like, "Hey, can you get me some food?" She invited me to this work event, and she was like, "Can you get me some food?" I was like, sure. And I was like, you know what? That's where I went wrong. Put you to work already. <laughs> um, and then that's that next night. She was like, are you, are you available tomorrow? I was like, yeah. And then that's when she invited me to um, her cousin's party, which was, she said it was convenient because it was in the same area. That's why she invited me. Because um, I didn't want to go alone. She didn't want to go alone to her family's party. So she invited a friend. <laughs> And then that night, um, I, I honestly, I was 
a little nervous being around her. Um, this is a funny, funny thing. I was really hungry that night, but I didn't want to eat. I was just like, no, I'm okay. I, I don't need anything. I'm okay. Um, but I was kind of picking up her plate <laughs> as as I like to There's this plenty of food <laughs> and drinks at this event, And I just, I, don't know, I was actually like a little shy, but it, to me that showed that I was, you know, interested. And then that night we spent about four hours in the car talking uh, about different things. And she told me, she said, oh, you know, do you have any, I guess she was on a hunt to find somebody. She was like, uh, you know, I'm single. Do you have any friends? I was like, actually, I don't. Um, and she believes I was trying to connect us. Um, but I was rubbing on her leg. And that is it. Nothing further. <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah, no, I don't have any friends. You know, I don't, I really don't. Cause I really didn't. That was, you know, um, looking for a relationship. And then she drove me back to my place and uh, she's like, oh, well, you know, can I get a kiss? And I said, no, you actually have to wait till tomorrow. <laughs> oh. And she said, okay, so that means it's, it's a tomorrow, something like that. <laughs> I said, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. And then honestly, it went from there. <laughs> it really went from so there. I have, so I have a question. Yeah. So how old were y'all when y'all met? So we're four years apart. So I was, um, I was 20. Yes, I mean, so I was 24. She was 24. Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. And then what happened to the friend? Because I remember you saying <laughs> that she she hooked, she hooked you up with the friend. And then all of a sudden it was like, hey, you coming to this event? <laughs> so I'm like, where did the friend go? Did we just kick her to the curb? <laughs> Personally, well, being that she hooked me up, I can answer that. Um Okay. We are still crazy enough, like we're all still friends, but she, that person did not want uh, a relationship. And I was, I honestly really wanted a relationship. She wasn't, um. I personally believe she was invested, you know, I guess, you know, ever since I was younger, I wanted a relationship eventually leading up to marriage and she didn't, right. work, which is fine. So that's why that didn't work. And I found Samantha, <laughs> but we're all, right. still, we're all still friends, which is crazy. <laughs> That is because this is like the what second time we've heard of this, like really? someone that the other person dated, and then the, you know the the spouse actually came along, and then we're like, no, but we're we're still all friends, yeah. right? <laughs> we are. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so go ahead. So now, I guess we're on the. I, okay, is this a third date? Is this a? Because this is this is when we get the kiss. <laughs> It wasn't really, really a dating. date. It wasn't a date. It was, uh, what should we I call it? I really understood dating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a It wasn't a date. It was, um, the next, we got committed pretty early. We did get committed very early. Pretty much keeping it raw. We had sex that day. Third, the third invite. Third is a charm. <laughs> third is a charm. Well, wow. I didn't even wait to the third because I... <laughs> I had sex with him the first, what, the first day, the first 24, 48 hours? So. It was go. like 37 hours. 30, uh, 30, yeah, 37 hours, yeah. Right. There we go. He was counting he was on, his watch. on his watch. I love it. I love it. Um, so, yeah, it it was then, and then, um, you know, we, you know, I left, and then um, we spoke on the phone, and I was like, honestly, you know, what what is this going to be? Is this going to be us just hooking up? Or is this going to be a relationship? You got to let me know because I got life <laughs> and I got to plan accordingly. And she was like, you know, I'm, I'm interested in being in a relationship. And I said, me too. And then it was just history from there. Y'all were just from then on together. Well, yeah, because you moved in like when we were like five months together, we lived together. Um, And then we were engaged after a year. We had a long engagement. And then we, we got married in four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so um, <laughs> I know we jumped, right? I I hope no, no, no. I hope I hope this is not offensive, but for me being on the outside, are you going? To say I the hear. U-Haul? <laughs> what did you say? Are you going to say the U haul? The U haul? The U haul joke? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm going to say that. Well, yeah, I think it, the lesbians like once they meet, then it's just like they are stuck together. There's like boom. So who house are we moving into? Right. We get it all. Not we get it all the time. But being the okay. Community. Yes, it is. It's called the U-Haul uh, joke. Uh, oh, okay. Move such stuff in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and from like even I think for us it was pretty accurate. Oh, pretty. But, it was at yeah, five you're months. Right, you're right. Yeah. But I don't know. Like based on like other 
people within like our community. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem that accurate in their lives. I don't know. Kind of like not with like this next generation. This next generation. It's <laughs> 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 more like hookups, but I don't know. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing because I think like the generation after y'all, they just <laughs> like um. So I like you. I think you kind of like me. Let's smash and then go away. No. Or yeah. <laughs> like, no. I personally believe maybe on the situation we li- living in New York. You know, it's like, oh, you got a spot. I'm moving in. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> she had her own place, and I was still in college. I was an intern. I was living with my grandmother, um, and I was always around her. So I was like, you might as well, might yeah, as well move, <laughs> move in. And it, and in New York, everyone has a roommate. So right. <laughs> yes, yes, it's really true. Thankfully, we don't have any roommates now. <laughs> so you were engaged for four years, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, so in that four years, were there like any hurdles? Were there like makeups, oh, the breakups? I don't. We never actually like officially broke up, but no. Was that when we went to our hurdle? Was it those four years? What hurdle? Which one? <laughs> <She was> like, <laughs> I have a list. You seem like you don't have any. That's one. <laughs> we we had we had okay. So that's another thing. We um <laughs> yeah. So we got engaged. Like literally the next few days, we moved to Atlanta. Um, Samantha went to um Rome. She went to Berry College in Rome, Georgia. In the middle. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. In the middle of nowhere, she says. Um. And- yes, that is that is. <laughs> um. So. You know, she was like, you know, she knew that she knew Atlanta and I had family and I was like, cool. Like, you know, got our own spot. We had very little money, but we found we stayed with a friend for about two weeks and then we found a place to, you know, we found our own place. So it was even it felt even great. You know, I was like, wow, we picked up from Brooklyn, New York and moved to Atlanta. But then that was that was a hurdle for us. I was again, I was 20. I was 21. So I didn't really know the idea of finances and bills and the importance of everything within that. We had just got a car. We got an apartment. It was all new to me. Samantha is four years older than me. She did have experience. And even growing up, her mom, she she was explaining again, we were speaking about this yesterday. Her mom told her the idea of money. My mom wow. did not, nice. you know, um, and that's fine. You know, my our mom's taught us different things. So it was hard. You know, it was like, we can't spend this money because we have to do this. And it was, it was tough. It was tough. But I don't think it, it wasn't a hurdle where it affected our relationship. I think it affected us, I guess, emotionally, maybe. Um, it, we were still riding together. It's like, we're in it together. That's what I believe. Do you believe that, babe? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It was, it was difficult. And then I also, um, actually, I personally was very depressed. I believe I self-diagnosed myself as depression, I guess, but, um, I was diagnosed with epilepsy when we lived in Atlanta. Um, oh, I, wow. I'm a straight up New Yorker. I love the city. That's why it's really difficult to get me out. I'll go visit. We travel. I, I was very unhappy. Um, and one day we were in our apartment and I had a seizure, a grandma's convulsions oh, take place. Um, and that's the first time I actually saw Samantha cry. So we were together for like a year and, you know, a year and a half. And that's the first time I saw her cry. And I was unconscious, came out and I'm like, you know, why are you crying? Cause I didn't know what happened. She was like, we're going to the hospital. I said, for what? She said, you just had a seizure. And I was like, no, I'm okay. You know, cause I didn't know what was taking place. Um, right. And it was interesting. She's a tough cookie. So seeing her cry was like, oh, wow. And I was also in my head, I was like, wow, she, she cares about me even more than I know she does. And then moving forward, I unfortunately had about two or three more seizures, grand mal seizures, because there's petite and grand mal. And then that's when I was diagnosed with epilepsy. So, yeah. I- so before then, you had never had any episodes? Go ahead, babe. <laughs> I think like, it existed before then, because I remember when we first got together, like, she would just, it would be like 3 o'clock in the morning, and she would just laugh in her sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, hysterically laugh, like, to the point where she wakes me up out of the bed. And I'm like, wow. that is so funny. And then she's like, and then she look at me like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, but you were laughing on the top of your lungs. And then, like, I realized, like, when she, um, like, when she started having seizures, that's how she started them. Mm-hmm. Like, she'll laugh. It was with a laugh. Yeah, with a, like, laugh. a hysterical laugh. Mm-hmm. So wow. Samantha says no one else has, I guess, been around me when I laughed and they didn't know what I was laughing about. Um, but she says, she says, she goes, This I've seen this before, and you know, unfortunately I've never seen it. Um it, thankfully I don't have I have not had a grandma seizure in about four years, thankfully. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Thankfully, um, I have had petite ones. I have them about twice a year. Before, they were a little bit more frequent, but I got under better, greater medication. I would tell her to record me just for my personal record, like to see exactly how my body is, my mind. So, you know, for people who don't know what epilepsy is, the mind goes to unconscious state and you can talk gibberish. You can do things physically with your body. Thankfully, mine is not so severe. My Mine are not so severe. Um, So I come out of it in about three minutes, but I'm okay now. Thankfully, um, I did have a yeah. petite seizure. A- 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 um, Abigail is seven months. I had one when she was born in February because very, very obviously lack of sleep with a newborn. She was about two weeks old and I had a petite seizure right with her on my chest. And I, no. yeah, it was, but I'm used to them now. Samantha's used to them. She's way more used to them than my mom. I had one of my mom. My mom was screaming for Samantha. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, it's because you know we're always around each other, so it doesn't bother yeah. me anymore. It used to bother me a lot. I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't. I was. I would cry, but I'm. I'm good as long as I. I, mean, I need my medication. I'm good now. Well, that's good. I, I. I'm glad to hear that. Wow, that that is something to definitely experience after like picking up, moving with somebody, new relationship. You know, kinda, and then boom, this happens. Yeah. Yeah, it's life. Well, how long did y'all stay in Atlanta? <laughs> in months. Because <laughs> <laughs> clearly y'all are back in New York. Right. <laughs> yeah, we stayed for like 10 months. And then um, and then we moved back. And then we ended up staying with my mom. Yeah, which was kind of awful me because I didn't live with my mom since I was like 16. So oh, wow. going back and live with my mother was very uh, strange. And I just... Was there a reason for the move? Um, well, we moved because, like, uh, because she was, like, her seizures were, like, very unstable. So, like, even when she started a job, like, she would end up leaving because she would have a seizure. Then she had to call out. Like, it was just, like, not... We just didn't have the stability. Um, right. You know, okay. That. Yeah. So, it was more, all right, let's just go back to something familiar. And plus, um, if she were to stay in... In Atlanta, it would took a, a lot longer to finish school. Yeah, because I, yeah. I did take off two semesters of college, yeah. Okay. Okay, so now we decided, okay, more stability. We have family near us. Let's go back home. And how was that living <laughs> with the parent? Well, I would say my mother is like a, I don't know. She's not, she's different. <laughs> okay. That's a nice way to put it. Like different, like mind her business exactly. Like, and she minds her business in like the non. Like it doesn't benefit me when she minds her business. So I'm gonna tell you like a situation, right? So, okay. Naisha and I had like this heated argument. Like we are screaming on the top of our lungs, right? So. Picture, it's like a three-bedroom house. Like, my mother's all the way on one side. There's a bathroom. There's another bedroom. And they went on the other side. So, it's like a heated argument. So, anybody can hear this argument, right? So, then all of a sudden, in the in the peak of the argument, like, my mother calls me to the room. And I'm like, yes, mom. Did it. Like, I'm, you know, yes, mom. She's like... When you get a chance, can you go downstairs and vacuum the floor? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> what talking about right now. I know for sure. You know I'm in the middle of a heated argument. And you're going to ask me to vacuum the floor? Oh like, that was probably her way of helping you. Maybe. It, is her, it is her way of helping. Yeah. But that was just not helpful in that moment in time. Because <laughs> like, it, it left odd. <laughs> But yeah, she'll do stuff like that. Like she does not intervene in any type of argument. Right. Even if you ask her, right. she's like, she she like sings. Like I feel like she goes do 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 do. She sings. Um, yeah. The last argument we got, well, not argument. We bicker now. Um, it was about two weeks ago with the Apple. Yeah. I was on the phone with Apple customer support for hours, and Samantha wanted to leave her house. Um, and she was like, "I'm sorry, it's my fault. I should have messed up my phone." I was like, "No, it's not your fault." But she was just trying to, you know, mend the situation. Um, but she, she's, she's, she's a great person. She took yeah. us in. She didn't even, she met me maybe once, maybe twice before we moved into her house. Uh, and then we moved, Samantha drove from New York. I'm sorry, drove from, um, Georgia to New York and said, mom, we need a place to go. Um, you can share why exactly we went to your mom's house. Cause we, we remember you also had an apartment available. 
Oh, yeah. So um, my family's like Caribbean and uh, my father's just a, he's just a little funny with the relationship. So yeah, yeah. most Caribbean families. Right. Are. I was going to ask the question, how does your family feel? Um, It's not something that's talked about to me. <laughs> gotcha yeah <laughs> but it's talked about yes and it's it's also weird like the dynamic within like my family is like my father is like the one they have on like this pedestal mm. so he's like you know the one that was able to come up here do something with his life and be successful and you know he has other some other siblings were able to establish that but for some reason like he's idolized within the family i guess or whatnot. So for me to be me and be his daughter, it's kind of like they use it to pull him down. And like, oh, wow. Yeah, like, it's, I don't know. Yeah, they like, they like, so if there's like an argument, well, your daughter's this type of thing, you know? Mm. So. Really? That, that's what we're going to do? But um, I don't know. Like, I think. I appreciate that they they don't acknowledge, but they respect me for me being me. And that took a little time. And mm-hmm. I think as time goes on, it will get, like, better. But, like, they acknowledge, like... Oh, they, they yeah. give me hugs and kisses now. They then, love, like, Naisha. They just me. don't want her to be gay. Like, <laughs> Really? Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> they love it. It took me... I can't say I feel like I had to... Uh, I got my membership after a few years. It took me a while. It took them a while to actually come and hug and embrace me. I would give the hug... Well, t- like, they, they would tap. And... Uh, they they would just mm-hmm, keep it going, but now it's like hi, or I like your lipstick, or you know how's it going, and you know things like that uh, about you know within one specific part of the family. But it's like Samantha mentioned, it's not, um, I guess, recognized. It, you know, it's not. They know exactly who we are. Um, like they wouldn't. I don't think they would introduce. No, they would not introduce no. as my wife. Like that's no. that's not no. happening. So they still do the introduce as your friend. Well, Samantha, they would probably me. say that they wouldn't say they wouldn't label me. They no, would say, this is I Manisha. think yeah, they would just say it by. Oh, okay. And yeah. even Samantha's father, like if he would introduce me to someone, he'd go, "This is my daughter." Uh, my daughter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it came out. <laughs> and this is my girl. He calls me my girl. That's, yeah. what, he, that's what he always called. Like probably since the first day I met him. Um, he did. He he's always, also not good at names, though. He, so. yeah, he's not good at names. So eight years in, I'm still actually not sure. So he, he calls me Nisha. He calls me Nisha. Oh, you yeah, Nisha. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you can't get your name, he'll just make up one. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. But I wanted uh, the reason why I bring that up is because you know we moved into your mother's house. That apartment that we left when we moved from Brooklyn to Atlanta was still available when we came back. But unfortunately, you know Samantha's father, he said, you know, you can live there, but you can't live there with another woman. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So when I bring that back to her mom, just being you know a really amazing person, she's like, you know, okay, you, you you're here, and you know she's like, you got to pay me something a week, and you know in a respectful way, and she really took us in. So it's still no hard feel. I have no hard feelings towards her dad. That's his, his own beliefs are his own beliefs, but that, right. that one of that apartment that we left was still available to Samantha. But you know that it just shows another. I believe it shows another uh, accomplishment within our relationship because thankfully to her mom and then thankfully to Samantha, you know, she didn't say, well, bye, Naisha. (laughs) I'm going to my own apartment. (laughs) She didn't say, she's like, I'm riding. Well, we can't go there. I guess we'll go somewhere else. So Naisha, just to go back, I guess your family always been cool? Yeah, thankfully my family has been cool. Um, It was just my, my father's mother. She really couldn't, uh, I guess not accept it. She couldn't accept it. Uh, apparently, I hate to say that she said these things to my family members, and I didn't know that until she passed away. Cry and say, you know, hey, she's gay, and you know, what, what, what is this? Um, she actually had my family, like some of my cousins, like try to look at how many female friends I had on Facebook. That wouldn't say anything. Because <laughs> I was right. in college. I wouldn't <laughs> say anything, but you know, I wish she would have asked me. Um, I can't. I always share this story. She did not recognize Samantha as my wife until literally on her deathbed. We were, um, you know, we were visiting her hospital, unfortunately, leading up to her death. Um, and she introduced me, you know, to the doctor. She was like, this is my granddaughter. And this is her wife. And that was the first time I had ever heard her say that. And she passed away about, you know, maybe a week later. 
Um, but mm-hmm. maybe during that moment, she saw that, you know, Samantha's here. You know, um, we were married already. She did not come to our wedding because um, she didn't, you know, she just, she, she wasn't happy. And yeah, it just went from there. I was going to say, how did that make you feel? Uh, your family, certain people in your family not accepting. And that's both of you all, Naisha and Samantha. Yeah. Um, me, my, thankfully, my mom um, always showed the support. Like, I came out to my mom when I was 15. Um, she always showed the support. So, because my mom was, you know, the rock, I was like, my mom is good, so I'm fine. Even though my grandmother was, like, you know, the rock as well, I it did bother me that I did not um, talk about it with her. It did bother me. It definitely did. Um, but you know, I did have, I had support. So it was not like I was left alone because I can say there's a lot of people within our community that are just left alone point blank. Um, I think for me, like I have some people that disagreed with my relationship, but supported my relationship. And that was like what I kind of like relied on to kind of brush me through it. But I think I don't necessarily have an issue with people who disagree with my relationship. Like, I think everyone's entitled to their own beliefs, but I have an issue when you feel like your beliefs should be my beliefs. Mm-hmm. Because oh, yeah. that's where yeah. like the confliction is. So with some family members, like, you know, they want to impose their beliefs on my beliefs, but like, if you're going to do that, then we need to have a conversation and then they're not willing to have a conversation. So then it's just <laughs> Yeah, so I think it's just more of, you know, just being able to have the conversation would get people more educated. Because, you know, that everyone can believe in whatever they want to believe, but it's when you're trying to impose your beliefs on other, And which I understand within some religions, like, that's what you're supposed to do. But there's just different ways you can do it without right. interfering with other people's lives. Go back to this engagement. Who proposed to who? <laughs> And how did this happen? Well, it's funny. So, it, uh, again, a year in, we were shopping. We were in Connecticut Mall with my mom. And um, I ran, like, I couldn't find Samantha. I was like, where are you? Well, I found her. I didn't even call her. I found her in K, at K Jewelers. And she was just looking at rings. And she said, you want to do this? I said, do you want to do this? I said, I'm ready to do it. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I'm ready to do it. Um, and... It went. It pretty much literally went from there. With the we knew we were getting the rings. Um, again, I was young. I was twenty one, um, and it was really nice. Um, leading up, she leading up to my birthday, she gave me twenty one days of gifts. Um, oh, yeah, I had a different gift, which was really it's very memorable. I have to, I have a few pieces of gifts around. Still. Just a piece of advice: save that stuff for later on in your relationship. You just have to build after that. <laughs> you sure do. Yeah. <laughs> Don't set the bar too high too early. <laughs> That was like, come on, like a year, a year in, you do that. Come on. <laughs> um, anyway, so I, um, I had a different gift every day, and then on the twenty first day, she kind of like she kind of made it work to um, propose on that twenty first day. That was wonderful. That is that is very mm-hmm. cute. It was very cute. I really, yeah, very cute. Yeah, really and 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 then we we our engagement for four years. Cause I know in that four years, probably all your friends and your close ones are like, okay, so when's the date? No, no, no. Well, that's we announced it. Okay. Cause oh. here's, here's another thing. What? The reason why I like, we were engaged, but not that many people knew. Like I, some of our friends knew when we were engaged. Everybody. But knew. like my mother didn't know I was oh, engaged. Yeah. Like my family didn't know. That's why it took us so long to get married. No, because... I, I'm not agreeing with you because you told me. I said, "What's well, taking us so long?" You said you want us to be financially. Ready oh well, that too. For you know, you okay, know, going back yeah. to that responsible stance. Oh yeah, that but too. I was always on social media since I was since I could have been. Samantha was not, so mine was all over social media. As soon as someone met me, they knew I had a fiance, and they know she was a woman, and that's it. Samantha was different. You know, yeah. she worked at, you know, jobs and things like that and would not, you know, display things about her life. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. the opposite. So my people knew. Yeah. <laughs> like, even my grandmother, who was upset, she was like, like, she told, when I told her that we were going to get married, she said, that's sick. Like, she said, what are you talking about? Um, but my people knew. Samantha's people didn't. <laughs> no, like, a lot of people found out when they got our wedding invitations that I was married. You know what? Okay. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way. <laughs> 
That's crazy. And just how, how you let somebody know, like, oh, I didn't even know you were engaged. I got the right. wedding invitation. She, she's right. <laughs> Listen, I do not feel like I needed to make an announcement. And if I have to make an announcement, it's going to be my wedding announcement. So, uh, <laughs> that was my thought process. She did. And she actually had a cousin who have, we have, she has a cousin who, who is gay. Who is gay and was like, I didn't even know you were gay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god! How does that like, work? I've been outcasted, unfortunately, <laughs> but I didn't even know you were gay. <laughs> now that is funny. You're <laughs> like, wait a minute, where did this right. happen? <laughs> we get through the four years, and then we finally decide we're secure enough. We get married. It's a beautiful day. Yes. Everything went as planned, of course. Do they ever go as planned? According to her. Um, I think at the end of the day, it went. It went. And it was, yeah. Oh, I think we, we had a great wedding. Yeah. Yeah. We had a great, it was a camp style wedding because we met at camp, remember? It was at the camp. It was at the camp we met. Um, this is yeah, so cute. Beautiful. Okay. We trekked our New York City friends who do not like bugs. <laughs> <laughs> right. Went, to the woods. Started <laughs> down. It was about an hour and a half. Charter bus. Um, it was a weekend wedding. Weekend wedding. It was about 150 people there. It was it was beautiful, thankfully. Yeah. Okay, so now we're officially mm-hmm. married. Have we already moved out from mom? Or are we still with no, mom? No, we, we were, were still, still there. there. Yeah. We were still there. Uh, Living it up. Yeah, right. That's Living the dream. <laughs> we were we got married in August 2014, but then we moved out in February 2015. That's because my um my grandmother passed away. The one you know who you know didn't even, wasn't happy yeah. with my uh, my relationship, and my family members told me to take over her apartment. That's a New York City thing. When the lease is oh yeah, yeah that is the lease mm-hmm. is up, then you move out. So there was a year and a half left on that lease. And then it just led us into, you know, our own, it, the life of events took uh, took place for a reason. I always believed that. We moved out of her mom's house, lived there for, lived in Queens for a year and a half. Now we're back in Brooklyn. This is where we live now. And <laughs> we're moving, we're moving out of our current apartment um, next month, even though we haven't started packing yet. We're moving out next month and mm. we're moving to Samantha's mom's house, but she's moving into our apartment. We're making a switch because she's the only one at her house. And she's like, um, it's too big. It's too big. And she knows we have Abigail's. She has a room with us <laughs> in our one bedroom apartment. Um, so we're moving there. Oh uh, yeah, so yeah, that would be a better yeah. switch. Oh, that was nice yeah. of mom. She's very, she's very she's, nice. she's very very helpful, generous. She's she stays with Abigail four to five days a week. It's she's very helpful. Oh wait, so you don't have her in daycare? Not, no, yet. not yet. Samantha and her mom believes that they don't want her in daycare. I don't want to say I'm more free like daycare. I would get a nanny. Um. It is, and I'm speaking like, yeah, I can get a nanny. It's, I would have to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I'm not speaking. I mean, I, I would be able to afford it if I cut out um, almost everything, right? <laughs> you don't have to eat. That's the whole point right. of having children. You don't my eat. My baby got a nanny. Okay. No iTunes, no Audible, no Pinterest Plus. Nothing. I can't go out to dinner ever. Which is, I can't enjoy life, but my baby got a nanny. My baby got a nanny. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's her house. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so we, I guess, so we're married, and do we have any like, I guess, first year hurdles? Uh, like, no, honestly, it there were no hurdles. Um, I honestly believe until leading to pregnancy, um. We were, we were just always, that's what I really appreciate. I think that's what's keeping us strong, that we were always riding with one another. Like, you know. We bickered. Like, we I'm not going to say that it was, like, the honeymoon stage for the whole no. time. We but bicker all the time. We, we Yeah, I think we just bicker a lot. Bicker. So there's not that much of a, I think our major hurdle was when we were in Atlanta. And I think after that, we were just the shot of a coop from that. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like okay. a hurdle when it was leading to breakup. It was a, a hurdle, a life event. Yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. I will call that more of a, a life mm-hmm. event. So I, I have a question because um, you know how it is when you have like a girlfriend and that time in a month. So with someone who is your spouse, who's also the same sex as you, how is that when 
the monthly flow comes around and I don't know if either one of y'all are evil, but um, <laughs> how's that for the dynamics in the house? Wow. Well, I can say for the last year, Samantha has not had, well, maybe a few times, right. Due to breastfeeding and pregnancy, she hasn't had that time in a month. So that's interesting. Listen, they lie. They- <laughs> See, I thought if you continue to breastfeed, your cycle would not return. So I was motivated to breastfeed as long as I can. <laughs> she was like, it is not coming back, Jesus. No, it's not. I was, I was like, what, what is this? What? Abigail be 14 years old, be like, Mm-mm, I still breastfeed. Nope. Yes, I would have done it. That's I would have done it. Well, no. <laughs> and um, neither one of us are evil. We're just both of us actually get into oh, pain. Needy. We're needy, yeah, and we get into pain. Needy. Yeah, not evil, not angry, but uh, pain, in pain, and and uh, I don't have pain anymore. You don't have pain. I'm happy for you, babe. I'll be next. I, I won't have pain. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> um, but when it comes to you know, it, we have to plan our life or not. I don't want to say life, but we have it's to plan. It's better when we're in sick. Like Which doesn't off, happen. It's not, yeah, we're not. We, were, we had, we can speak, I'll just be real. We had our period one, at the same time, once. In yeah. this, in this oh, wow. relationship. But we're like two weeks apart. Which, of course, throws off different things. Throws off vacation, throws off intimacy. It throws, get yeah. Because it's back to back. back. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, Like, we like to go get waxes together, go to the um spa. Um, but, no. Yeah. <laughs> so it throws it off. I mean, I feel like we've kind of adjusted. We, we're, hey, queer about tampons. Hey, I, I was so crazy. <laughs> I, had, I had a, I tried this thing called a soft cup. I had one stuck inside me and she had to pull it out. <laughs> yeah. I made sure I put on my glove. It was your wife. Was like, <laughs> she did put on two gloves. She can't, I was in the shop because I couldn't. <laughs> a, a diva cup is fine. Like I appreciate a diva cup, but a soft cup is different because of the ring actually sucks just to, you know, the inside of you. Anyway, and I could not get it. Usually I'm very in tune with my body. I know how to get into a specific position. I, I it took, it was 20 minutes. And I said, you know what? I'm, oh, I, said, wow. I need your help. And thankfully we were home. I got into the shower and I'm, yeah, lift my leg up in different positions, and I could not get it out. So I said, "Babe, I really need your help." It was actually like we were laughing, and she came in here with some medical gloves. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> At least you had gloves. It again it is it is life. life. Yeah, <laughs> you did it. So, how long were we married before we said, "Hey, let's have a baby"? I wanted to have a baby like when we got together. Day one. <laughs> well, no, I, well, my, like when we got together, like I was like reevaluating my life and I'm like, listen, I'm trying to get married, have kids. Because for me, I feel like my time, I wanted to have kids by a certain age. So maybe that's why like it kind of had to happen for me. So, because mm-hmm. my mother had me when she was 31. So I wanted to have kids when I was 31. So that's like oh, where okay. the motivation kind of happened but um it didn't work out exactly that way because i hey because abigail waited six more hours but. six more hours oh you're right, <laughs> you're right. abigail was born on samantha's birthday that's funny. Birthday, yeah. um, <laughs> I was totally upset <laughs> at 10 p.m. I was like, listen. You should have been because you no longer exist anymore. Seriously? I was like, I was like, can I go home now? Right. <laughs> you know, gonna sh- can I just people leave? People gonna show up to Abigail's birthday party like Happy birthday, Abigail! Right. I'm looking at you, wondering why like, you me, got a salty look. <laughs> right. Like, what about me? <laughs> she did forget she aged, but I got her cake said Happy birthday, and congratulations. <laughs> I'm very curious on how the you know the years are gonna be. Um, yeah, she gets old, but she'll do her own She will. She will. Let's see. Who knows? You never know. Um, so it was Samantha, like she said, she always wanted children. Me personally, I did not want children. I just like, no, <laughs> like, let's live our lives. We're having fun. First of all, we're broke. We got to figure this out on our own. Second of all, we got a little money. Let's have this fun with our little money <laughs> and go from there. Um, and so we were married. So we've been married for four years. And honestly, I didn't want a baby until about two and a half years in. Um, 
maybe a year, three years in. And then Abigail, then we were like, let's do it. Um, I just, again, I just, I, I appreciate our time and, but I'm happy mm-hmm. now. It's Abigail so much fun. She, she adds different topics of conversation to our time. So it's, it's fun. It's fun. So what, so what made the switch? What made you want to, as to where you didn't want right. to at and all? It's funny because I'm not even around a lot. Of, I was not around a lot of children. I just, maybe social media, probably <laughs> like seeing my friends have kids, not even. I just, oh, yeah. I, I was like, wow, you know, kids are so cute. And I started, you know, seeing them in the street more. And of course, now now that you know that you want something, I was seeing every type of baby, seeing every type of stroller, seeing seeing different people have kids. And I was like, oh, okay, I, yeah. can, I can do it. Um, but I want to make this clear. Samantha said she wanted 10 kids before. <laughs> Whoa. How do you feel now? How do you feel now? Uh, <laughs> she, she probably want to give it back. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> She might be the only one. Like within my life, like I didn't necessarily want to have ten. Gotcha. <laughs> well, okay. oh, okay. But you wanted ten parents. kids. I feel like I could have enough kids come through the household to where I have served ten mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Come all out of me. You know? All out of me, right? <laughs> yeah. All out of you. Right? <laughs> again, I didn't. I didn't want children. Um, but it's just I don't know. Like I started thinking about it, and Samantha's. You know, she bring it up again um and then we that's when we started our journey to our different options okay so can we talk about that because i don't think a lot of people know exactly how this process happens um so if you can just take us on your journey through getting pregnant and and everything that y'all had to do to get to this point of having abigail um i think you first have to decide you want to get pregnant (laughs) (laughs) yeah she's decide. Who's gonna get pregnant? Well, I don't know. It depends. Like, it really depends on your relationship dynamic. It depends on. I don't know because, like, people look at us and they're like, mm-hmm. they everyone naturally assumes that Naisha would be the one that's popping out all the babies, and I don't understand that because I don't know. I wanted to pop out babies. <laughs> We um most again since she was always the one who said she wanted to have a baby she and you know she also I feel like our reasons change she said her parents are older yeah, uh, which they are but I want to pause there because you know once I have a baby our baby is your your parents grandchildren as well that is true but you know she's like you know she wants her her dad to see her you know pregnant you know her parents are older. Oh, yeah. okay, so that's, yeah. And I was like, fine, good. You want to get pregnant? Get pregnant. <laughs> Go, that's fine. But I know I'm going to I'm gonna have a baby as well. So it's, there was no, it wasn't a huge decision. It's like, okay, Samantha's going to have a baby. That's fine. I'll be next. That's fine. Um, And then, yeah. So it, it, it was a process for us. We, in 2015, we went to a fertility clinic. And no, we started on uh, looking online. You know, one of the top um, sperm banks is California Cairo Bank. Uh, we started looking online. It's mm-hmm. so funny because we just like shopping in like yeah. a mall. Shopping in a mall for a dad. That's funny. <laughs> a dad. So funny. We just had an so- event about this, about our, and we shared our story. Of course, we wanted, we had, a, our main requirement obviously was African American. There was about 5,000 um, options, but when you filtered it, wait, wow. there was a height requirement. There, there was a height. Well, hold on. Before yeah. that, in overall, 5,000 options. Um, filter it to African American, you have 300. And when, oh um, yeah, and then the, there was a height requirement. I'm five eleven. Samantha's five three. So the height requirement was like what six feet? Well, yeah, pretty much. You know, five and eleven above. But even before that, you know, three hundred searches, and we were like, dang, like we got to do this. And then it was just, and then we had to think about hair, different things. We, it was actually, it was like a lot. Um, so okay, we're like, okay, cool. We see the prices, and for people who don't know. A vial is eight hundred dollars per vial, uh, and we're like, "Wow, we, we have to choose. We have to choose wow. one person to, you know, invest our money literally into this one person." And then after that, we went to a fertility clinic before we decided to purchase. Before we made the decision to purchase, um, we were like, "Let's go to a fertility clinic and make sure everything is okay." Samantha got, you know, checked out. Doctor said everything was good. Mm-hmm. So we call after that doctor's appointment. We call our insurance company, and the insurance company said, "Yeah, sounds good. Um, the only thing we will not cover is insertion. You know, the actual process. Why? Yeah. And we were like, okay. So what are we gonna do? <laughs> and it's right. I don't remember this, 
But the lady, Samantha says, the woman, the insurance rep said, have you ever thought about trying it at home? I don't remember that. Um, but she was like, you know, pretty much you could try it at home. But I do know when, we, when she got off the phone, we called another couple who are, they're in their 50s. They had um, three children. They had a set of twins and, you know, one, uh, another girl. They had their children, you know, through at-home insemination. So we called them and they were like, yeah, why are you going to the doctor? Why are you wasting your money? You can do it at home. So we were like, wow. So me, I'm on YouTube. I'm finding all these different things. And I'm like, you know, we, we could really do this. Um, so then, after, again, after that doctor's appointment, after thinking about, okay, let's try this at home. We got to find a guy. We don't have that many female, uh, male friends. Most of our friends are female. Um, we literally probably can count on one and a half hand. <laughs> we have. And then, of course, we have to eliminate. Um, who we're going to ask and who's not, who can't or whatever. Um, so at the top of the list, we had someone and he was just, he was too ready to be involved. <laughs> and we were like, oh, you know, honestly, okay. in, a, in a most respectful, good friend way, we don't, we don't want that. You know, we want to raise our daughter together and not with another person. So we had to ask someone else. We asked him and he said, yes. He said, but let me confirm my girlfriend, which is respectful. Um, his girlfriend said, right. hell no. <laughs> so we had another person, but we actually didn't even ask him because um, we said, nah. Like, we looked at each other and said, nah, and then kept on moving. <laughs> 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 year passed, and we were like, no, something will come about. Um, but then the the guy who, we, who his girlfriend said no, he texted us randomly because we're all, again, we're all friends. He texted us randomly and was like, hey, how's everyone doing? Good, good. Uh, is anyone pregnant yet? And we were like, no. He was like, if you're still, um, you know, looking for a donor, I'm available. And I said, well, what happened to your girlfriend? He said, we're not together. I said, okay, all right. I said, and I texted Samantha. I was like, Yo, did you see that text? Like, are we doing this? <laughs> and uh, she said, yeah. And then it's crazy because as she mentioned her timeline, she wanted to get pregnant by a certain age. The timing really worked out. Um, on her 30th birthday, um, she did not want to get out of the bed. I had a great dinner planned for her really beautiful cake and she was upset she didn't want to get out the bed i'm like what is wrong with you like what <laughs> i'm trying to make her happy and she's like yeah. you know i feel like i didn't reach a, a goal in my life of you know oh i said samantha we didn't try to have a baby like we didn't even attempt like at all like you know he contacted us so let's contact him and it it, it went from there we we followed up and it started her birthday's in february we started uh the process in march um, and we did that home insemination. Thankfully it took about four or five months track. The first month we, we didn't track anything. We tried it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see. Just the fir- off the first whim to see how yeah. this is going to go. The first month we tried it. Um, and we took a pregnancy test three days later. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> and it was nothing. Um, obviously. Right. And it's so funny. We have a video of that. Maybe we'll share it like later later um we obviously hey we had to keep on going we had to get more serious like okay let's start tracking let's let's really be serious about what's going to happen we used two different apps so you know track the ovulation process and thankfully with thorough time and and timing and he was by our side like okay we need to get this done and it happened how what is the at-home process like is it like how you see on tv with the <laughs> I just I I had a feeling you were gonna say that, but <laughs> you can't, um, I don't know how to suck up the, the semen with a turkey baster. I know <laughs> we use a um, we use a, a neat like a yeah, like one of the little plastic syringe yeah, well, kind of like. When I say needle, a syringe. Yes, we use a syringe that you would uh, feed a, a baby um, medicine in. Uh, so we. So did the daddy want anything? Because you know how before when y'all were looking at donors, it was eight hundred dollars. Did he want anything? Or he was just like and whatever. I don't say I don't. He not a daddy. He's a donor. <laughs> oh, a donor. Sorry, sorry. No, the okay. donor. My friend was like joking with me with this yesterday. Anyway, um, our donor. He didn't. He no. He didn't want anything. He didn't. Um, that's awesome. He didn't want oh, that's good. That was awesome. yes. Like, you know, we can give you something. He was like, you know, it's, he's like, he's like, I saw this on the L word. I'm down to help you. Um, but we had to all make it clear, like, you know, to protect him and protect ourselves that I, I have to legally adopt Abigail because, um, technically 
And for the record, our adoption is not finalized yet. And that's on, on me. We're waiting on me. <laughs> Technically, um, he has legal rights over her. Um, and I always made the joke, like during the pregnancy or leading up to the pregnancy, I always made the joke, well, don't worry, I'm going to adopt her because if she becomes Beyonce, you're not coming out of nowhere. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I always said she. I always said she. I always wanted a girl. And I did say she. And yeah, we had it. We had a girl. But it was... It was beautiful. It was a journey. And when I say a hurdle, because it was, you know, being a being a woman, you're like, I don't know what is inside my body. I don't know. I can't control it. So it's me, like, calming Samantha down, but me also having to control my own emotions. Also, not sharing with anyone. We didn't tell anyone. We told, like, I told a few friends later. Um, well, I told a few friends, and I told Samantha that later. Um, thankfully, it wasn't a huge problem. But it was it was an emotional experience. Um, and then also, you know, of course, being you know a male in two women's lives, you know, he's he has to understand how to speak to us, how and we have to understand how to act around. It's it's just a it was a big old thing. Um, yeah, it sounded like a big adjustment, adjustment for everybody. Yes. And being and being intimate, you know, and. and with a man in our apartment or in the next room, it was, it was, it was something. Um, but it was, I can say it was something, it's something I'll never forget <laughs> because obviously it's, <laughs> you know, it brought Abigail to our lives, but it was, it was a learning process. Um, and Hey, we're going to do it again. I'm um I'm starting the process to be pregnant actually next month. Yeah, oh. I would love <laughs> our stroller is a double decker stroller. We have a upper baby vista and when we bought that stroller we were like, um, does this fit too? Because <laughs> we are gonna have another one. Just wanna let you know that. <laughs> you sure you you sure you want to? Oh uh, yes. I wanna be pregnant. Come on. Hey, I'm hey yeah. look, we have two. I'm you just two? I'm, I'm trying to prepare you now. I want to. Okay, but it but it's good that they're doing it like this because you don't want to get too far, you know, along where Abigail gets, you know, I don't say too too much older to where then you're like mm, because like even for me, so we have two children, but I you know I uh, mm-hmm. got a bonus child, but if my son gets too far along age without me getting pregnant again, I won't want another one because. You want to kind of be close in that proximity of waking up a certain amount of times, you know. Once you get past that where they're fully like sleeping through the night, potty train, and they're almost kind of like self-sufficient, you yeah. don't want to do it again. Because you're like, you're like, I've already right. come I'm through the darkness. In this. So. Why do I got to go back? <laughs> yeah. So I think that's a good age to like go do it again. Do it again because we're, we're in the mist. So just go ahead and do it. Honestly, obviously, because I didn't experience that part yet. I wasn't even thinking about that. I'm thinking when we're 50 plus, I want to go. I want to go and do what we want to do. And yeah. we have Samantha back. That's <laughs> so I, I, Yay. I Here we go. <laughs> now so i did have a question so you, you get through the whole process of course um abigail is home and now the the one thing because i know everyone is not open-minded because then our world would be different i think in my perception is when you see same sex same sex couples is to me i when i look at other people i think they just look at them like oh okay they're together but when you add a child to it i think the looks are different do you think so, or have course, you experienced that? Of course. For one, people say Abigail look like me. And, you know, people in the street, oh, my gosh, she looks just like you. And then me, I'm just, I guess I do it for shits and giggles. I go, oh, well, actually, my wife gave birth to her. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, and then like, I forgot who or where. So I was like, well, who's the mother? Um, Hello, we're both her mom. Like, you know. What do you mean? What do you mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And we still have, like, we ran into another, I ran into on the train. Um, She was like, how's that baby? Um, And, you know, again, she was like, I'm sorry that (laughs) I thought that you gave birth. It's nothing to be sorry about. Abigail does look like me, I I believe. Um, (laughs) I I believe. Yeah. You know, Samantha gave birth. So let's kind of get into what y'all do now, which kind of surrounds Abigail. Okay. Creation that we would have never, ever thought of. That we would have done, right, babe? Yeah. So let's start there. Where where did it come from? Like, who woke up and was like, let's do a book? Uh, I think, well, <laughs> you went to Tony Robbins. Yes. I, I went to a Tony Robbins event. Um, uh, it was in Florida. It was called Unleashed Power Within. And 
Um, I was, my friend mm-hmm. went, you know, she was like, you know, it's really great. Made me feel really great. And I'm like, okay, I, I like to feel great. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going. Um, and, and when they told me the price of the tickets, I had never paid for it. Like, you know, I go to motivation or listen to motivational things or go to small events, $50 tickets. I paid $500 for that yeah. ticket. Um, and that was on a discount because my friend had credit. Yeah. It's Tony Robbins. Tony, Tony Robbins wow. changing lives. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh wow. Like, and then again, discussing with some. I didn't tell her I paid that price until after. I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was like Babe, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. And I, it was just me. I went and another friend of mine, Samantha, did not go. Um. So overall, it was called Unleash the Power Within, and pretty much at the end of the event, it was like, you know, you need to do something that you are scared of doing, or you're nervous about, or you just always wanted to do, but you just did not do it. So I was like, okay, I I have my degree in I have my degree in creative writing. I I write for my job. What the hell? Why am I? Why did I not get something out there on my own? Um. So you know, Samantha was pregnant, and I was like, we're gonna write a book, and it has to be a children's book. <laughs> and it was crazy because I again, you know, um, being an English major, I had to write all the time. My writing was always erotica, always erotica. Oh, fiction, oh, okay. erotica. Like if if it couldn't be erotica, I had to switch it up a bit. Um, and I was based on the class. So I would have ne- I had never written anything for children, ever. So I came home. I said, babe, we're writing a book. Um, I- I'm going to find a publisher. We're going we're gonna to do it. <laughs> and she was like, okay. Um, and, you know, she she accepted that. That's like, you know, she, she was like, okay, let's do it. That's what, again, like I, what I appreciate about us is like we ride together. It's like, you doing it? Okay, let's, let's do it. Um, yeah, very supportive. Yeah, very supportive. And it... It pretty much, it really, really came from there. We, what we did, gosh, because what our story now is is totally different than what we had, <laughs> what we had wrote, uh, wrote, had originally. Yeah, because um, we wrote it, and then like, okay, I feel like I started the first version. You did, yeah, because mm-hmm. we realized we couldn't write together because that was just like sit next to each other and write. Yeah. yeah. There. Oh, okay. So then we realized that okay, like we need to do it separately. Mm-hmm. So we had like a um a Google Drive. No, we started on our oh, iPhone. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love, that's so accurate. important. So uh, important. We started on our iPhone notepad right, section, yeah, yeah. and then we transferred to the Google. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it was a transfer. Anyway, um, <laughs> so we ended up on the Google Drive, <laughs> and I think I started the story. You did. Yeah. So yeah. I started scoring, and like. Like, English is not, like, my forte, but I do work with kids, and, like, I have, I do write so that I would actually read the book. So, for me to read, like, a very large book, that's just not going to happen, because <laughs> I'm not sitting there and reading. So, I wanted to make sure right. I would read the book. <laughs> so, like, I wrote it, and then Naisha, like, fluffed it up and made it, like, very, um... I want to say like it was wordy, but you just put like a lot more details Detail, in yeah. it. Yeah, she yeah. put like a lot more details in it. So, but at the end of the day, then I, I like defluffed it and then we ended up sending it um, to our um, self-publisher. She, so she read it and she was like, great, interesting concept, but this is not for kids. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because we were too detailed. Like we said, uh, we had midwife, we had the term midwife in there. We had, um, it was just, like, it was just too um, much. And again, like neither one of us had written for children so we didn't know that yeah. and thankfully you know we had a publisher with experience um you know that's you know i had to find someone with some good stuff and she was she gave us she said think about it like this once upon a time literally she said once upon we didn't even have once upon a time in our book <laughs> and she okay. said once upon a time okay and then she she wrote a few few lines and Samantha woke up one morning, like six, seven a.m. It was the and next morning. It was the next morning, yeah. Yeah. It was all six to seven a.m. It was like, and she was at it. She was going and going. And um, again, I added some more detail, made a few edits. Um, and this is before we had illustration. So me as a writer, I have to, I'm building a picture for you. So it was it was a lot. Um, and then you know eventually, we had illustrations. We had to take out things because the illustration was telling um, you know what I had what we had written, and mm-hmm. it, it went from there. It went from there. And it was, again, it's something that we would have never, ever, ever thought we'd do. Tell our listeners, what's the name of your book and how did yeah. you come up with that name? <laughs> well, our book is titled Umi and Uma, the story of two mommies and a baby. In our household, we go by Umi and Uma. Samantha is Umi. I'm Naisha. I go by Uma, of course, with two mommies and a baby. Um, But we, our publisher, again, she, with her experience, she was like, you know, Umi and Uma, a lot of people are not going to be able to pronounce that. 
um, or even understand what it is. Um, so we were going back and forth for about two weeks, I think, for a yeah. title. Um, so we, and for the record, uh, Umi means mother in Arabic, and Uma means goddess mm-hmm. in a Hindu dialect. Um, we are not Arab, uh, <laughs> Arabic. We are not, you know, we, we embrace just, all cultures yes. and religions. Yes, we don't. <laughs> we, we both, that's just yes. personally, we did not want to go by mommy and mama. That's it. Like, so we just had to find an alternative. Um, and that's it. So, you know, eventually you know, the book is complete and we still do not have a title. Um, but throughout the book, you know, our characters are Umi and Uma. So we were just like, Umi and Uma, Umi and Uma, two mommies and a baby, you know, and our publisher, she gave us five options to like, you know, to help us think about it. And like, we're like, we're two mommies and a baby and Umi and Uma, that's who we are. So there we go. <laughs> so we needed something like that was us yes. or something generic. Yes, that would like relate to people. Yes, and I, I think that was very catchy. Like I don't even remember the day, like how did I get on your IG page? I don't mm-hmm. remember how I got there, but when I saw that oh, baby Jesus, <laughs> Abigail, forget about us. Abigail was the invitation. <laughs> yes, she was. Because I was like. Oh my God, look at this baby. I was just like, this baby is so beautiful and fat. I just I just have a thing for fat babies. That's so that just that just drew me right oh in. God. A lot of people like chunk of babies. Yeah. No. People people keep asking, can we eat her? Can we just eat oh, not chicken? Yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> Just tear that leg right off and eat it. Oh, I just want to eat it. I'm like, she is not Abigail, we had to, again, writing, we had to write something. I wanted to write something, you know, based on, you know, our current life, and it was a baby. If, honestly, if Samantha wasn't pregnant, I don't know if I would have, if we would have uh, created this book. If we did, I don't know what genre it would be, but it was because of the baby. And then also we just uh, started, we started a podcast. A podcast. Right? I'm very proud <laughs> to say that we recorded two episodes. Um, we <laughs> not yet because we wanted to get it out with four episodes. It's it's on it's all on us. We're just gosh, we need to do it. We need to do it. Yes, yes. Um, but I mean, I think y'all should go ahead and publish. I don't think you should wait for four. But you know, what I'm saying you already have it. You've done more than some people have done with wanting to do a podcast because some people are saying that they want to do one and mm-hmm. they haven't right. recorded anything. So, <laughs> so very proud of y'all. Well, how, so how many, do you know how many books you sold thus far? Oh man. It's about, it, it bothers me that I have to think about numbers. Um, so it came out in July. Well, first, wow. I guess to share something I want to share. It just got on barnesandnoble.com. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, yes. Which is amazing. Yeah. They were like, oh, okay, you're going to mail it to me. One, I've always, like, I used to sell T-shirts and mail out. That is a lot of work. So my number one thing was, like, do I have to mail it to myself? I don't want to do that. Um, She was like, Amazon. Right, Perfect. no. Um, and then Samantha's coworker Googled us, uh, you know, Googled the book, the title, and it came up on Wanted to Know, and I was like, how'd that happen? Um, and I, our publisher submitted it, and I just contacted her today, and she, they have to accept it. Um, so she didn't tell us that, um, you know, because oh, waiting to see if they were going to accept it. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so I said, did, did, did you do this? And she said, yeah, I didn't want to say anything because I didn't know what the answer was going to be. I was like, thank you very much. So it's on barnesandnoble.com. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've sold over 100 copies. Um, I want the numbers to be higher. Well, it's going to get there because this is out, you know, so... And um, I, th- I think this is wonderful. And, and I see y'all promoting it all the time. Y'all are out here hustling, getting these coins. So, I mean, this is, I'm proud of y'all. And, and I don't even know y'all like that. Thank you so much. Um, thank you again for, you know, asking us to be a part of your podcast. Uh, but, um, we're going to another um, Tony Robbins event in next month, actually. Um, we're going to Fiji with him. I'm very excited about that. <gasps> yeah, so the reason wow. I bring that up is because I believe if one three day event in Florida, you know, allowed us to create a book, and I didn't even attend, and Samantha didn't even attend, you know, we're gonna be in Fiji for twelve days. Let's see what's gonna happen next. Oh, oh something major is gonna so come out of this. I, I, I can see I'm that. Forced, I'm just like, <laughs> I can't, can't, can't wait. Um, go to Fiji? It, yeah, I'm. I'm excited. It was that was an investment that took a lot of talk. No, actually, it didn't because I was like, babe, um, we need to do this now because if we don't do it now, they're gonna charge a double price next time. 
So you're telling yeah. me that yeah. you're going to do it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, hey, I'm very happy. You have to invest in yeah. yourself. You have to invest yeah. in your dreams because if you don't, then you don't want to sit there and like, dang, I wonder if we should have yeah. did that. Like, what would have happened? And I don't want that personally. I'm, we all know life is short. I don't, we don't, we're just going to do it. Jump in. Jump into the trenches. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's exactly. Jump into the trenches. <laughs> Just get it done. So but before we go, I do want to ask, do y'all have any advice for anyone, basically, for singles, for people in the LGBT community who are dating and look at this lifestyle and maybe scared, like, oh, okay, I do want a baby, but because I didn't know that was an option that at home. <laughs> so just anything that you would share that may be like a, a gem that you could give out yeah, to the universe. Well, for anyone looking to get into any relationship, um, know what you want. Um, Samantha and I knew we wanted to get married eventually. Like we, we literally asked each other, are we just, you know, you know, having sex or are we going to get married? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Are we going to be in a relationship? So know what you want. Um, as far as being within the LGBT community, if you are looking to have a baby, seek your options, you know, and ask questions and ask for resources because, you know, even now I'm finding out that I could have saved some money on our adoption process if I would have reached out to a few friends. Um, and, um, um, when it comes to, Hey, if your family is not accepting you, you know, appreciate those who do. And if you do not have one, cause you know, unfortunately some people do not have acceptance, reach out, reach out to someone, yeah. reach out to us, two mommies and a baby. We will, you know, figure it out. Uh, that is wonderful. I would say Sam. with any relationship, <laughs> um, you need to have a relationship with yourself first. Mm-hmm. Like learn to love yourself because when you get in a relationship and you don't love yourself, it's kind of like it hinders the relationship. Like it, it puts an extra toll um, into it. So I think like definitely take care of yourself, love yourself, appreciate yourself and know who you are before you if you can, because, you know, it may take you your whole lifetime to realize who you are. <laughs> know, you know, the core <laughs> of who you are and what you value um, before you get into any relationship. And I would say for the community is to, you know, I think with anything, you never know who's going to help you to get to where you want to be. And you never know who's going to be there when you really need them. So I think be open to receiving help from who's willing to give help. But if you really need help, just ask for it. And I think a lot of people, they get stuck within anything because they don't ask. And I realized just by asking for things, like you're able to receive what you need in order to progress in life. So that would be my advice. That was that was wonderful advice from both of you. <laughs> that that was exactly what I don't want to say that's what I was looking for, but I don't think a lot of people really invest into loving themselves, being okay with themselves, enjoying themselves before trying to get in a relationship and asking for that same thing from somebody you know, people else. People want to compare lives. Can't yeah. compare. Oh, be yeah. happy with you your can't life. Do that. You can't do that. I mean, you know, you you can look, but no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, every life is right. Yes. No, this was great. We really appreciate you uh, coming on and telling your story. Yeah, Um, thank you. Thank you for asking us. Um, I love to talk. Um, This is is great. (laughs) Someone got to talk, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Until next time. Peace. See you tomorrow.